Welcome back to Morning Synth on FM 97.7, 4,501-2021, KNYR. My name is Julian Andrews, and with me, as always, is Eric Santos on The Synthesizers. Bringing us some tasty licks as always. This morning, we're chewing on some tasty black coffee. This time, out of ceramic mugs. Mass-produced, but still ceramic. For a little while now, I've been out of town. And it's really nice to press my lips onto the smooth, rounded edges of a ceramic mug. The alternative has been a metal tumbler in below freezing conditions. So sitting inside, enjoying a fresh pot with the sound of synthesizers, something that's really hard to beat. In local news, Morning Synth recently spoke 
socially distant with a local neighbor man that has lived next to our studio for at least the past six years about his vision for America and the current state of the pandemic. Local neighbor man responded when he asked about his values. All I want is what's best for my Chevy Volt and my two daughters. He made it a point to reaffirm the importance of having access to his 96 square foot parking space located off the curb in front of his quaint suburban tract home. Local neighbor man recently added an extension to the roof overhang leading to his front door that was an absolute delight to watch being constructed from the window of the downstairs bathroom. And to top that off, they now have a second dog. The first one would sneak out late at night and find its way into our backyard from time to time. Kid has guts. But the new dog, quite the set of lungs on that one. Local neighbor man has been a great neighbor these past few six years. And to top it off, his family has brought over a Christmas gift for the roommates every holiday season. Maybe one of these days, we'll figure out how to repay their kindness besides garage rock band practice inching into the late hours of the night in a house that has the absolute worst soundproofing that late 80s penny-pinching can afford. local weather forecast. Winter is back. It is that time of year again. The mercury has taken a dive. The leaves have fallen. The sun sleeps much earlier. Snow blankets the local mountains. The holidays have ended. The New Year's resolutions have already begun to fall by the wayside. It's quiet. People are spending more time inside. There are less folks taking afternoon walks around the neighborhood. It's cold again. It's been a long year in Southern California with the heat only subsiding what seems like only weeks ago. Sweater weather has been welcomed with open arms, but covered arms. But I just can't stop thinking to myself, how many more of these are we going to get?
Today's forecast is sunny with a high near 69 with winds from 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight's low is around 45 degrees with the wind picking up. Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 72 degrees Fahrenheit. Could be a little gusty tomorrow. Wednesday night, low around 46 degrees. Thursday, mostly sunny with a high near 72, with a low around 45 degrees. Cooling slightly heading into the weekend, Friday, sunny with a high near 68, low 44, and it just basically is the same every day for the foreseeable future. I was eating, breathing, smelling, and shitting. Morning synth. This morning marks the fifth day of the year 2021 of the Common Era. With the arrival of an amazingly numerically illiterate year, we find ourselves gazing into the past to consider the highs and lows we have experienced. The things we came to expect, but are now learning to slowly let go of, and what we have to look forward to. 2020 was a year of great 
turmoil. I lost my keys for a couple of weeks, and Eric bought too many synthesizers. I sprained my ankle, and I believe it's never going to work quite like it used to. My car broke down, and I was worried it was never going to run again. Eric's car also broke down at some point. Good thing we didn't have many places to be. Turning my inner eye towards the specter of my younger self lurking within. I remember the feeling of awe that I held close when thinking of what the future would hold for me. I used to imagine being in my mid-twenties, having a stable, good-paying job, maybe a new car, a mortgage. I would be reaping the benefits of the hard work I did in college and enjoying life to the fullest. I was looking forward to being able to watch my favorite movie anywhere, anytime, as if I could just pull it out of my pocket. I couldn't wait to play video games in virtual reality. I was ecstatic for the chance to experience some of the extremes of nature in any form. But instead, in order to watch a movie, I have to go to Blockbuster and wait in line. I have to play video games on a CRTV too big to move. Nature doesn't exist anymore. My hopes for the future have been tempered by the stark reality of growing older. The things I look to look forward to now are seeing a dog, hearing the wind in the trees, Tasting a perfectly caramelized onion. Feeling a clean towel against my skin. Smelling a fresh pot of coffee in the morning. I've learned not to look so far into the future. The hard way. And I look forward to learning, to hope again. That's my New Year's resolution.
Morning Synth has been pondering the meaning of language, and we've had a hard time making it around all of the bases. You see, you think that the concept of idioms would be pretty straightforward for folks who have been fluent in English for as long as we have. But when we started to break it down, it became very difficult to beat around the bush. Idioms are no piece of cake, no cake walk, nor walk in the park. So we decided to bite the bullet and walk the line for you. Idioms are a figure of speech. They cost about a dime a dozen, which can be a blessing in disguise. When deciding to spruce up your speech, you can choose to say something with fancy words or to use words that seemingly mean something completely different than what they sound like. Or sometimes you might choose to do both, which really can be the best of both worlds. We didn't cut any corners when doing our research, since this sort of opportunity only comes around once in a blue moon. See, here's the deal. Writing can be difficult. But sometimes, a piece will come to us and start a snowball effect. Through thick and thin, we rely on veiled meaning to convey thoughts, share emotions, ask questions, persuade, apologize, etc. Though sometimes, and some people would argue that at all times, Actions speak louder than words. Morning Synth has been described as having no meaning or purpose. But there is a method to our madness. We never set out to pull the wool over anyone's eyes, only to play devil's advocate, to go the whole nine yards taste our own medicine. We wouldn't be caught dead trying something new just because we didn't want to miss the boat. To make a long story short, words are beyond impressive. We enjoy the process of letting the cat out of the bag so that others can enjoy the things we think are interesting with the off chance that others might get a kick out of it as well. This might not be everyone's cup of tea, but we'll just have to burn that bridge when we get there.
present facts about armadillos. Number 10. Armadillos are isopods. Number 9. They generally eat rotting vegetation, but normal vegetation will also do. Number 8. Armadillos are named such because of their many arms. Number seven, they are not harbingers of disease and famine. Number six, they do, however, breathe through gills. Number five, Many people think armadillos are actually pretty funny, but it really turns out they just watch a lot of Letter Kenny. Number four. Due to their immense strength and totally being kind of weird, armadillos pass ammonia gas through their exoskeleton. After their first few molts, armadillos will gain their last leg, also known as their adult leg. Number two, armadillos can eat heavy metals. Number one, armadillos can eat heavy metals and not die. That's pretty metal. Uh, Modillos apparently are not the same thing as roly-polies.
absolutely baked. It's time to get your life together. No, you're not going to get her back. You need to. Uncook yourself. And Morning Synth is going to tell you how to do it. First, you're going to have to get cooked. <laughs> You've already been cooked. Well, good. Well, actually, that's bad. Um, you probably don't enjoy being cooked. Um, but we can change this with baby steps. Baby steps are good. Being cooked is not as good. Second, now that you've been cooked and you're no longer interested in being cooked, consider leaving the source of the heat. That's pretty straightforward. If it is a campfire in the desert, step away from the fire. If you do not think you can do it alone, consider getting help. There are directories for getting help on the internet. Make sure you have insurance. Some helpy places offer cheaper, but still effective help. Number third, look at your hands. Your fingers are hot dogs. Lifeless, electroconductive pieces of processed meat. Resist the urge to eat them. Resist the urge. Okay, next. Um, you must de-dog your hands. Not by removing them. You'll want those for later. Pay attention, you want those for later. We're going to remove the brine, the salt. Think diluted thoughts, watery thoughts. Clean, clear water. Your fingers should start feeling a bit more normal, perhaps fingery, hopefully bony. Third, use your newly reacquired fingers to probe your skin. Remove the bits that shouldn't be there. You remember what should and shouldn't be there, right? Okay, so leave the skin, but remove the patches of seasoning. Feel free to eat that. It's yours after all. If you can, find clothes. You should feel comfortable in them. If they are dirty, they might need a wash. They will likely feel better after you wash them. They do not have to be expensive. Maybe do some other cleaning. The soot from the fire may have dirtied your teeth. They could use a cleaning too. You deserve it. To aid in the uncooking. Try adding a couple dashes of contacting loved ones. They may have missed you while you were being cooked. Perhaps they will know how to help you feel less cooked. They like you feeling less cooked. They like you.
you are now feeling uncooked. You should know that you do not have to serve yourself for other, others. Others can partake in the beauty that is you, but you are not a serving. You are raw ingredients. We now go to N-Y-E-N-D-E. Sit back, enjoy. Thank you. 
We now bring you your daily etymology brought to you by etymonline.com. Morning. The first part of the day. In the modern meaning, technically from midnight to noon. This word is thought to go back at least to the late 14th century, which evolved from a mid-13th century word, Merweninga, or Morigeninga, from Morn or Morwen. Eventually, Morn was given the suffix ing to be more similar with the word evening. And originally, morning was just the time before the sunrise. Different common uses of the word morning and phrases. As a greeting, morning goes back to about 1895, which was short for good morning. Morning after is in reference to a hangover from about 1884. Yes, they did have alcohol back then. In reference as morning after to a type of contraception is from about 1967. Morning sickness is a symptom of pregnancy. It's from 1793. The old English form had Morganwatung. Morning glory, the plant, is from 1814. Called this because of the trumpet-shaped flowers that open only in the early morning. Morning star, Venus in the east before sunrise, is from about 1530. In Old English, had Morgenstiora, Mornstar. And last but not least, Morning Synth. As in the podcast. Ending this episode, we'd like to read you a poem written by our great friend, Ezra Kovold. The fantasy of being alive lives in the pinching of each nerve, with cells colliding and limbs collapsing. To be here is to get hurt. The dripping, bodied sweetness of kinetic human love. This is a commitment to tenderness, to trust, and to the dream 
of being enough. A commitment to understanding home is the space between exploration and restoration. A commitment to sensing safety in the settling of the dust. Morning Synth has been away a while, but it is not gone. With the ever-changing times, new year, new commitments, new responsibilities, new ways of trying to go about the way we live our lives, we've had a little bit of a break. But we want to let you know, and if you need it, reassure you, that we absolutely love doing this, and we don't plan to stop bringing you episodes of Morning Synth at any time in the near future. And if that's okay with you, that's okay with us. We hope you enjoy our ramblings and our noises. Because for now, this is what we've got, and this is for you. Morning Synth on AM 1 and 2 and 3. 